Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Sax.com. Hey everyone, welcome to episode 36 of Outspoken. Hope you're all having a great day. Yeah, this is episode 35, not 36. I don't know what I was doing, but I got the number wrong. So yeah, welcome to episode 35, everybody. Yeah, there's a lot. <laughs> uh, just going to give you a fair warning. This is a lot. A lot. A-L-O-T. Mm-hmm. Is a lot spelled as two words or one word? That's your that's your big question of the day. Newsflash. Actually, I'll let you think about it for a second. A lot is two words. So today I want to talk about this case, this, um, any of you hear of the Chris Chan thing? Anyways, this person is a trans woman who committed a crime and then our good old friend Tucker Carlson, still can't say his name, whatever, Tucker Carlson talked about it on the news, on the news, and then... I want to share that with you because it's ridiculous because they focus more on this person being trans other than the actual crime because, you know, that's a that's more important. You know, being transgender is more important than a really bad thing that you've done for some reason to everybody. Sorry, I just hit you. Anyways, uh, what I wanted to my complaint to the day is maybe we should start doing a complaint of the day, a Collins complaint of the day. What do you think? I think that's good. I think that's justifiable. Something that has been really it doesn't make sense to me. Everybody says this, and I, I need my hair people to listen up. I don't wash my hair all the time because the more you wash it, the more it'll be greasy, right? So I try to wash my hair very minimal. And <laughs> this is like, I want to talk about those celebrities who don't shower also probably later. But um, I shower, okay? I shower, all right? We're not even going to, this is... I was told to not wash my hair every day, so I don't. I'll do conditioner or I'll let it breathe or whatever. But it doesn't matter because even after, my hair is always still greasy. One day, one day after not washing it. And like people will say, oh, you can train it to not do that. I've tried to do that and I don't know what it is. Maybe, maybe I am just grease. Maybe that's what I am. I look, that's me. Grease. Not like the movie though. Not like the musical, just the gross grease. Whatever. So I figured that could be my complaint to the day. I try to have nice hair, but, you know, the day after the shampooing, it even looks greasy. So I don't know what to do anymore. I give up. I give up. I'll just cut it all off. Actually, my hair the, my hair is the longest it's ever been in a very long time, and I, I kind of really like it. I like it longer. Kind of digging it. So why did I just say that? I'm digging it. Ugh, okay. 
we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna <laughs> all right let's talk about this chris chan thing we're gonna get serious here all right because this, uh, this is actually a, a serious subject um quite disturbing i'm gonna read a little bit of this article to you if you don't know what uh, has gone on and i'm gonna give you a little bit of a trigger warning uh mentions of sa a bit i won't go into detail though no worries but um if that's something you don't want to hear <clears throat> skip to a little while in the podcast so there is this thing posted on insider so chris chan was like uh, an internet presence i guess and she is a trans woman i'm pretty sure i'm gonna double check but yeah, anyways, it says a, a timeline of Chris Chan's incest charge, which comes after years of online trolling that's documented with the creator's relationship with her mother. Yeah, so this person is a trans woman. Anyways, she was arrested on August 1st. Christine Chandler, who is also known online as Chris Chan, was arrested on August 1st and charged with incest after a leaked phone call purport, purported, the fuck, purported that she had sexual relations with her 79-year-old mother. Yeah, okay. The life of Chandler and, by extension, her mother, has been extensively documented since 2007 when users on the fringe chat forum 4chan caught wind of her comic, Sonichu, a cross between Pikachu and Sonic the Hedgehog. Why? Okay, why are we talking about that? Since then, trolls have been tracking Chandler's digital footprint as well as her movements in real life through filming, doxing, hacking, and in some cases, even impersonating potential partners. Whoa. See, I didn't know any of this. The extensive knowledge trolls have of Chandler and her mother has been recorded and on a dedicated wiki since 2009. She's often contacted by covert trolls with the intention of leaking their conversation on forums like Kiwi Farms, which is believed to have been the intention of the person who had the alleged phone call with Chandler. Online trolls have been making allegations about Chandler's relationship with her mother for years. Interesting. As Chandler has said online in the past, she's lived alone with her mother since her father died in 2011. On July 30th, screenshots and a purported recording of Chandler admitting to having sex with her mother were leaked. Okay. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott, or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda, whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Yeah, that was super. Yeah, that was just, that was recent. Yeah. Um, on July 30th, it's alleged that a supposed Kiwi Farms, what the fuck is Kiwi Farms? Do you guys know? Is that like a 4chan? 
the user leaked a nine-minute phone call and a series of screenshots, which they claimed came from a conversation they had with Chandler, with the user pretending to be a woman called Bella. The screenshots and the phone call recording were later circulated by Kiwi Farm's owner, Joshua Moon, who goes by Null online and went viral on Reddit. Although it's believed that the call was made by one troll posing as Bella, this hasn't been verified. Basically, that's a gist of what happened. There's a whole article on Insider if you guys want to read it. You can just look up Chris Chan find all the information but um yeah it was like it was like a fucked up situation really not good at all so you know as people love to do they love to take a situation like this and make it because the person is trans not because that person did this bad thing so our good friend that i slapped my leg that wasn't a fart okay uh our good friend tucker carlson decided to do an entire segment on this because it is just fantastic and he did it with some woman um on air nope that sounded he did it with some woman on air yep you know that probably wouldn't even get him fired either doesn't even matter a youtube personality called chris chan has just been arrested in virginia on of all things incest charges Authorities say Chan was having sex with his 79-year-old mother who has dementia. Hold on. Wait. Why couldn't they get... Is that Was that on air? Is that just because of this recording? Why was there... Why was there a siren? I feel like... I don't know. Whatever. I don't... Maybe that wasn't Fox News' fault. Chris Chan is a biological man, but he identifies as a woman. Reportedly, Virginia authorities initially went along with that, they classified Chris Chan as a female, and that means Chris Chan, who is an accused sex criminal, would have been housed in a women's jail. No, oh my God! See, this is <laughs> this is what they're gonna do. <laughs> no, you could have. Oh my God! They could have just gone on here and said, "Hey, this is a really bad story." Just to let you guys know, this happened, like any other news place would. Um, but they have to mention that this person is transgender uh, because you know the big bad trans are very scary do they ever mention that like people are gay after they get done doing a crime do they or do they do that or like <laughs> do they <laughs> or like and by the way the perpetrator was a gay man okay because that is relevant information to the entire situation anyways we understand that decision has been reversed likely due to public pressure it became public unfortunately for the state of virginia and Chan is now being considered a man by the jail. Wait, really? Is that actually, is that a real thing that happened? I don't know. I feel like Virginia also just wouldn't, <laughs> wouldn't, I don't even want to say it. To all those of you who live in Virginia, do they recognize trans people? I feel like maybe not. Sorry, West Virginia, probably. There's a Virginia and there's a West Virginia. I don't know why there's only West Virginia. Why is there not North, South, and East Virginia? What's so special about West Virginia? Who knows? Whatever. But this is not an isolated incident. Many prisons in this country do house biological men with women. This is something we predicted, many predicted, and were laughed at. Karadansky is one of the people who predicted this. What? Predicted what? That trans people are going to be put in the right prison with who they are? <laughs> Duh. Uh... Yeah, I hope so. It wouldn't be very nice if a trans woman was in with all the men. I feel like that would be I feel like that would be really bad. Really bad news. 
She's the president of the U.S. chapter of the Women's Human Rights Campaign, and she joins us tonight. Kara, thanks so much for coming on. I remember very vividly when you said on our air, if we don't put the brakes on this, we're going to get men housed in women's prisons, and you were called hysterical or silly or whatever. Now you're actually seeing it happen. What's your reaction to it? Men aren't going into women's prisons. <laughs> I love how he won't say trans women are going into women's prisons, but because <laughs> he has to say men. It's always biological men or males are going into the women's prisons, okay? Absolutely. We know for a fact that California passed SB 132 last year. It went into effect in January of this year. We see approximately 300 applications from male prisoners to be housed in a women's prison in California. We approximate that 20 of them have been granted. There are 20 men being housed in women's prisons in California now, as far as we know. We suspect that none of the applications has been denied. We also know that in Washington state, approximately nine male convicted felons are being housed in a women's prison. One of those men has been convicted of multiple murders of women, and another one of those men has been convicted of we know that in states all over this country, there are various policies or actual statutory laws on the books that allow for this, in fact, mandate it. I love how she'll just go on about this subject without even giving like a statistic or a study or like a sampling of this occasion. It's just like, oh, 300 people and 20 of them have been accepted. Like, where is your, <laughs> where's the facts and logic, ma'am? please and also i took a look at the sb 132 bill i'll put it up on the screen if you're watching on youtube but basically i read through the whole thing and it basically just says that trans people deserve to be recognized if you read through every fucking point it says that you can't be discriminated against if you are trans and i don't see the problem with that like what is what was her point of mentioning this bill that like trans people are now accepted into <laughs> into uh society and prisons and are recognized like i don't really i don't understand what's so bad about the bill is it supposed to be bad like is she talking about how bad it is or whatever also let me can i just read a couple of these points to you just just to show you it's this is on the bill okay the United States Supreme Court recognized that incarcerated transgender individuals are particularly vulnerable to sexual abuse and sexual harassment and that disregarding the known risks to a transgender woman constitutes deliberate indifference in violation of the federal constitution. All right, that's, a, that's, that's one of the points. In California, a study of the state's prisons found that the rate of sexual assault for transgender women in those prisons was 13 times higher than for men in the same prisons. Thir lucky number 13 times higher, my friend. So... That's telling. Transgender men in California prisons also report high rates of sexual and gender-based violence, harassment, and discrimination. Official data collected by the Federal Bureau of Justice Statistics confirmed that nationwide, incarcerated transgender individuals experience exceptionally high rates of sexual victimization. In a 2011-2012 survey, almost 40% of incarcerated transgender individuals report experiencing sexual victimization while incarcerated compared to 4% of all incarcerated individuals. I'm running out of breath. Wow. I would feel like that number has gone up. 
in the coming years. 40% of transgender women respondents reported harassment from other incarcerated individuals. 38% reported being harassed by correctional officers or staff. Correctional officers and other incarcerated people predominantly refer to transgender women as men, using masculine pronouns, and transgender men as women, using feminine pronouns. So this is like, this is one part of the bill. There's a, a couple other ones and basically just saying like uh, respect pronouns, um, we will recognize the gender identity, and just the rest of the bill just says that transgender people are, will be treated as as respect as respected. <laughs> like I just I wanted to bring a couple of those points up to you guys. So I, I mean I'm not in the habit of you know carrying the banner for prison inmates, but this is cruel and unusual. And even if you've been convicted of a crime as a woman. You have an expectation that you're not going to be in jail. I mean, has anyone brought this to court? It's so over the top, outrageous. Wait, what? Um, okay. Does he... Alright. Orange is the new black? Hello? Have we ever watched the show? Ever watched the show, Tucker Carlson? Definitely, obviously not. Bad things happen in jail because of people. Not because of trans people. It's all the people. Doesn't matter who they are. Bad things are going to happen and they, they continue to happen. So, what the fuck does being trans have to do with any of that? Like, what does that have to do? Like, okay, we recognize there's bad things happening. Yes, it's bad. It should be stopped. Now, where does the trans thing come into play here? Oh, 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 oh that's right, because we're all... We're all uh, <clears throat> R words and disgusting and sexual. That's all. That's all this is. That's all trans is. Yeah. A couple things. One is yes, these women are being held under absolutely torturous conditions, and there's some reporting yes. uh, coming out that are saying these women are absolutely terrified. It has also been preliminarily reported that one woman in a California prison has been pregnant and that the California Department of Corrections and Rehabilitation is distributing condoms. Now, what this tells to me is not only... Like, what, where, <laughs> where is that? What do you mean? By whom? Like, pregnant by who? <laughs> like, and uh, could it have been a consensual hookup in jail? Um, maybe a prison guard guy? Uh... Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, Drew Scott here, and I'm Jonathan Scott, reminding you that life's better with a home policy from American Family Insurance. They can help you get just the right protection at just the right price and help you save when you bundle home and auto. Kind of like Goldilocks and the Three Bears. It'll be just right for you. We love a custom build. American Family Insurance. Insure carefully. Dream fearlessly. Get a quote and find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Where was her... Where, she didn't even... She didn't even venture off into that subject. She kind of just... She, 
She was like, and there's a woman that's pregnant in jail, okay? And they're also giving condoms to people in jail, which is fucked up. You know, they should all start spreading diseases around, okay? Because condoms are bad. Don't ever use a condom. Everyone listening right now, just don't even, don't ever use it. What a weird thing to say. That do California prison officials understand and anticipate that these men will be these women. They also understand that these people being transferred to women's prisons are not women, they are men. It completely uncovers the lie that quote unquote trans women are men, or trans women are women, and California prison officials know that. <laughs> she, <laughs> she, uh, <laughs> she caught herself there for a second. <laughs> uh, well, sure, if everyone in the prison was female, you probably wouldn't be distributing condoms at taxpayer expense. The reason so that they are it, doing this is because, <laughs> yes, exactly. I was just going to throw out there, there's also female condoms. <laughs> if, if these prisoners being transferred were women, pregnancy would not be a concern. This should be obvious to everyone. But the problem is that most people in America have no idea that this is going on. Okay, well, all right. If I learned anything from watching Orange is the New Black, you, you, uh, you can, there's still, doesn't matter if it's all women in there, because guess who else is there? The fucking security guard people. So, um, so that's just a thought. That's just food for thought based off of my, uh, fictional Netflix TV series that I consumed. So I could <laughs> use that as a logical point of reason here. Is there anybody, and I think there's so many issues, who can stop this, who can, and again, I just want to say, I don't care if you're in prison as a woman, you don't have to face, this is torture, and you shouldn't be subjected to it. Is there anyone who could stop this? What? Trans people in prison is torture for everybody else around them. Okay. I want to test out that theory. I'm going to go get arrested one of these days, and I'll let you know what happens. It absolutely could go to court. And I should also note it is in blatant violation of international norms that require the separation of prisoners by sex. It's also worth noting the vast majority of women in prison have not committed a violent offense. And women tend to right. be housed under, under lower uh, security restrictions than men do. So what this is going to mean is that either when men get transferred to women's prisons, they will be held under conditions that are of lower security than they ordinarily would or or officials are going to have to increase security in women's prisons. Why? Because a trans woman's going to go in there raging with her estrogen supplements? Like, is that what, that's what's going to happen? Like, the one trans woman is going to make the security oh, so super secure because she's all crazy because she's a crazy transgender. Is that, like, is that, that's what's happening? Shit. I mean, that's not good. That's not good. Right. And women are held with more lax security because they're far less prone to commit sex crimes until you put men into the female population. This is truly insane. And you called it really, really early. And I remember the derision you faced for saying that. And you've been proven right, unfortunately. Kara Dansky, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I don't know. That's a clip. It's it's pretty controversial, I would say. People definitely have their big opinions on uh, trends, on topics like that. But I'm trans and I... What pisses me off is every time that there is a situation involving a trans person, um, 
it's always focused it's always hyper focused on the fact that they are trans and not the actual crime that they have done or the you know whatever they've done i think i already said that like three times but it's just it's really annoying because they paint trans people out to be these really really bad people and it's just like just because one person who is trans is bad doesn't mean the rest are and they always think that trans people are always these like they want to like ah i don't i want to i don't want to use the word they always think trans people are trying to sexually assault other people or whatever like that's what we're all about all that stuff blah 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 and it's just exhausting man it is just exhausting there is a there is a i'm gonna do a video on this Prager you thingy somebody sent this to me on Instagram I gotta thank them for it but there was like um a they were mad that a Muppet was wearing a dress and then they said that it was sexualizing children and and I don't even know where they pulled that from their ass but it's like it's always my point here is it's always about sexual things with them when they think about trans people every single time okay that's not all we think about all right we're not we're not fucking out here raging anyways that's my thoughts on that there's definitely a lot of issues when it comes to jails and the horrible things that happen but uh i don't think we should be i don't think we should be making trans people out to be these complete demons actually yes we should fine you know what i'll say it we are demons we are you caught us i'm a demon but i'm I am hiding inside of this body by Sam Collins. Um, I actually have two heads so and horns, and I have four horns. And I'm a big bad demon, and I'm 8 foot 11, okay? Fine. You've fucking caught me. You want to hear my real voice too? This is my real voice. Are you scared? Are you scared yet? Okay. I'll switch it back. Hey, guys. I'm back. Anyways, there was this stuff going around on Twitter about celebrities not showering, and I don't, <laughs> I don't, I guess today I just want to talk about showering. I don't know why everyone started admitting to not taking a shower for some reason. Like, hold on. <laughs> I want to, I think it was uh, Jake Gyllenhaal. He's, <laughs> he said, uh. He thinks daily showers are less necessary because we naturally clean ourselves, I guess. More and more, I find bathing to be less necessary at times, Jalen Hall said during an interview. I do also think that there's a whole world of not bathing that is also really helpful for skin maintenance, and we naturally clean ourselves. I do believe, because Elvis Costello is wonderful, that good manners and bad breath get you nowhere. So I do brush my teeth, the actor clarified, because he didn't want anyone thinking his oral hygiene was as bad as his bathing habits. Okay, is that true, though? All right, see, now, I, now I'm going to stop showering, okay? I shower every single day. Sometimes I shower twice a day uh, in the summer, usually when it's really, really hot, you know? But um, I just, I like to shower because I don't like feeling gross. But um, it probably is good to not shower for your skin. Is it? I don't know. I don't want to get made fun of. I was just thinking about it. Because, like, if you, if you think about it, <laughs> if you think back to the caveman days, like did they shower uh, they probably went they probably went in the water actually they might not have went in the water because they would have gotten eaten by some weird big thing that's in the ocean that's extinct now but um i don't know it probably is good for your skin because all those soaps and all those chemicals are not the best for your skin right but uh hey yolo whatever you know what i want to smell good i don't care i don't care i gotta shower 
Chris Evans weighed in on this too, by the way. He said, I shower all the time. I'm a very clean person. So, and then The Rock also said, he said, uh, nope, I'm the opposite of a quote unquote, not washing themselves celeb. Shower cold when I roll out of bed to get my day rolling. Shower warm after my workout before work. Shower hot after I get home from work. Face wash, body wash, exfoliate, and I sing off key in the shower. Damn, our boy The Rock is clean as fuck. He's one of the cleanest rocks. He's one of those. He's one of those um, rocks that you buy in the store. You know, like one of those really pretty shiny rocks. That's <laughs> that's what that made me think of. A stupid fucking joke. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, hey, to to each his own. Like, if you don't want to. If you don't shower or whatever, like it's cool. It's totally cool. Sometimes I forget to shower for a day, but I don't, it never goes past one day because I just feel a little bit too gross. And then my hair, I can't, I can't afford it because I got to film. You know, I got to film. I got to shower. I got to look kind of decent. But um, yeah, I mean, whatever. They don't have, they can do what they want. <laughs> they, can, they don't have to shower all the time. It's cool. It's cool. Just like you guys don't. Anybody feel attacked right now? I feel like I'm definitely attacking a handful of people right now. So I want to get into our stories right now. All right. So this one is, it says funny slash wholesome trans story. It says last year in school, my friend, we'll call her Olivia, started transitioning male to female. She never really stated things outright, but she talked about these kind of things and hinted at it. And most of us just sort of got the message and tried to help her feel comfortable with transitioning. Well, we have another friend, let's name her Sophie, who kept on misgendering her and using her dead name, whether it was in front of Olivia or when she wasn't around, and we all thought she was doing it on purpose or didn't get the memo. But Olivia didn't want us to tell her because she was scared of her being transphobic and everything getting messy and dramatic. One day, however, Olivia came walking into class laughing her ass off, so I asked why. She said she told Sophie that she was trans and went by she slash her pronouns and her name was now Olivia. Turns out Sophie had no clue what transgender was and didn't know anything about gender identity. But after explaining it a little bit, she kind of just gave a confused nod and said, whatever will make you happy. So flash forward till now, Sophie helps me and Olivia run an LGBTQ club at her school and she's in charge of making bracelets for the people in the club. That way baby LGBTQs figuring stuff out can see people with those bracelets on and know they can go talk to them. That's so, uh, that's so weird that Sophie didn't know what transgender was. That's, but see how simple it can be? Like, see how simple it could be if some people would just all be like Sophie? Can the world just be like Sophie, please? The world would be a better place if everyone was Sophie. I'm Sophie. You're Sophie. I'm Squidward and you're Squidward. And he's Squidward and she's Squidward. And they're Squidward. And Frog is Squidward. So another story we got here, it says, this is this story is about my coming out as a trans, uh, <laughs> as trans, to my transphobic relatives, and some advice I have for other trans folk for coming out. So I've been out to testosterone for over a year and a half, but I only recently came out as trans to my grandparents. A bit of background information on my grandparents is that they've proudly voted for Trump in the last two presidential elections, but openly transphobic and racist in front of me, etc. I really wasn't the one to come out to them, though. I had my supportive aunt tell them for me. Basically, she texted me one day and said, I'm going over to your grandparents' house. Do you want me to tell them about you being trans? We have been discussing her telling them for me for a very long time because it was sure that they would have a horrible reaction. So I replied, yes, please. Tell them I've been on hormones for over a year and had a legal gender marker change and name change already. So two or three hours later, I received a semi-supportive text from my grandma. I deleted the text on my phone because it made me very uncomfortable. But it was something along the lines of, quote, me and my grandfather love you no matter who you choose to be either dead name or Jake. Of course, my fellow trans people understand how that message isn't as supportive as you try to make it, but to explain to anyone who doesn't understand, when a person comes out as trans, the first thing to do is definitely not use their dead name. 
the reason I was so upset about my grandma doing this is because my aunt specifically told her to only call me by my new name. So to continue the story, my grandfather still refuses to call me he, him, his pronouns and my chosen name. He doesn't call me she or her or my dead name anymore, which is progress, but he blatantly refuses to call me he and him, etc. Me and my grandma have always been very close, and I'm lucky to still be as close to her as I was before I came out. My grandfather and I aren't so close anymore, but I haven't been shamed for being trans or insulted by him. So then he said if you chose to read this story, hey guys and thanks Sam, you're very welcome friend. Second, to all my trans friends out there, or really any LGBT friends who have an unsupportive family or relatives, I know how scary it can be to come out. My advice is have someone who is supportive tell the unsupportive family members for you, the way I did with my aunt. You may be surprised at how they react. I was lucky to be so close with my grandma, so she forced herself to change her beliefs so she can choose to love me still. Your families would probably do the same, believe it or not. You've all got this, and I'm proud of everyone listening to this podcast. You deserve to be here and live your life the way you are and always will be. That was really, really nice of you, dude thank you that's the end of that story by the way yeah that's a really great story and you have a really cool aunt for you know her helping you out with that because it's not easy to come out on your own i always think it is a very very good idea like you said to have somebody who is supportive help you come out you know whether they tell that to whoever themselves or if you're there with them with that supportive person because it's not like you're alone and then they can't really be like oh you're crazy whatever blah 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 because if you have someone who is supportive there and who can be a little bit stronger than you are because you're gonna be like when i came out i was very very fragile um it's not easy when you first come out you're very fragile it's terrifying anything's going to upset you i mean for my experience and i'm just gonna assume a lot of other people's experience because it's not easy so if you have someone there who is supportive or can help explain you know if you choke up or you're too nervous or whatever it's always always great to have that so if you do have that supportive person whether that's your friend or a cousin or whatever i think it's always great to have them by your side when you're coming out it's just it's it's really nice. My mom has been by my side when I came out a few times and it was so much better than doing it myself, uh, even though it was still really scary. <laughs> it's great that they are, you know, there's a little progress with your grandparents at least. Um, you know, maybe after a few years, they'll come full circle with everything and they'll, they'll learn a lot from you. So yeah, it's tough in the beginning, but uh, things usually get better. Things always get better. Not usually. Sorry. Even if you have to cut people out. <laughs> They will they will always get better. If you guys want to send me any of your LGBTQ stories, you can send them to outspokensam at gmail.com. Just like the podcast name outspoken sam at gmail.com. Altogether one word. They can be sad, mad, angry, horrifying, happy, love filled. I don't know. I can't think of any more words. Yeah, I love to hear your stories. I read a bunch of them. And if you want to check out any of my merch, you can go to samcollinsshop.com. I have new merch out right now. I have some shot glasses. I have some t-shirts, a keychain that's also a bottle opener, you know, for those of you who like to open bottles. And I got some hoodies <laughs> and I got some dad hats. So check it out if you want to. I'll see all you guys next week with a new video. Bye-bye. Sorry, new podcast. Bye.